0: Name the Father, your Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. These are the final weeks of preparation for a lot of our programs to restart uh, Bible studies, First Communion Catechism. And during this time, as we do every year, we have courses for our leaders, to make sure they're properly disposed, to uh, fulfill the duty of being a leader, being a teacher, is a big responsibility, you know. So uh, it's our duty to make sure that uh, they're prepared to do this. One method that we use when preparing people who lead and teach youth groups is the same method that a lot of seminaries use when they're forming priests, when they're forming seminarians to become priests. And that is... Being able to know our own weaknesses. Because when you sort of identify your weaknesses, the sort of gaps we have in our lives and the vices that we have, those are the things that allow a person to be cautious of, right? If I know I'm weak in a certain area, that's where I know to put more sort of effort to make sure you know, I could uh, grow in my spiritual life, in my human formation, things like that. But it's also an understanding of ourselves to know what we're capable of doing. For example, I know now that I'm a priest that my life without prayer, I would uh, be in bad shape, you know? I know myself. I know myself when I'm apart from prayer. I know myself, I have knowledge of myself. And I'm just speaking about myself. I know myself when I sort of get lazy in my spiritual life. If I, you know, slack on my holy hours or skip a rosary here and there, I need that in my life. Because the seminary helped me to have that self-knowledge. To have this knowledge of knowing that, you know, I'm not in good shape if I'm not giving myself, giving time for prayer in these aspects. And, This is obviously not only important for priests and leaders and teachers, but for every single one of us. Because knowing about ourselves, knowing our weaknesses, really shows us what we're capable of doing. And how, you know, potentially we can become if we're living our lives very loosely. Because it's very easy to say, I'm tired, I'm going to sleep, I'll finish my prayers tomorrow. Today's a busy day. Let's just push it off for another day. Let me just pray one decade of the rosary instead of the full rosary, like I usually do, because today's just a busy day. Let me just push it off. Why am I mentioning this? Is because it's very interesting. In this Gospel today, this rarely happens where the parable, that Jesus is telling us who it's addressed to. We now see who the audience is. So, this is a preface before we hear the parable. St. Luke tells us he also told this parable to some who trusted in themselves. This parable is directed towards people who think they have it down, who think, you know, it's smooth sailing. I'm good, I'm content, and th- there's no sort of room for. Uh, increase in my spiritual life. And I think one of, the pe- one of the reasons why Luke makes this very clear, who the audience is, is because it's very easy to get comfortable with our lives, that person they're going. To really have that mentality of, I'll never be that person, there's no way. There's no way I'll ever be that person. And the more you say that, the more comfortable you get, And you slowly start to become that person, even when it comes to extreme circumstances. Now, what happens here? You have two people. You have a Pharisee, and you have a tax collector. And one of them, the Pharisee you saw in the Gospel today, he's not wasting any time by mentioning what he does. He seems really content with what he does. I'm not like these men, I'm not unjust, I'm not an adulterer, I'm not even like this guy that's standing next to me, this tax collector, because I do, I, I fast, I give tithings, I do all of these great things. But then you have the tax collector, St. Luke tells us, in a, he, he illustrates this man as a very humble. And pious man, standing far off, he tells us, he, he will not even lift up his eyes to heaven, but only says, God be merciful to me, a sinner. And then Jesus ends a parable with, that is a man who went down, justified rather than the other person, because he had knowledge of himself, and he knew that anything he did wouldn't be enough or complete. It was an ongoing process. His increase of virtue, his prayer life, his ability to be in the temple, those are all things that were necessary. He never got comfortable with himself like the Pharisee did. Brothers and sisters, for all of us who may be sort of tiptoeing around self-comfort, being content with the way we live our lives, Today's a good day to sort of back off of that and think about how vulnerable we could be, especially in our spiritual lives. Because we know this, especially through Scripture and the way God reveals salvation history. It all started from the beginning, and now we're hearing it again thousands of years later. Adam, the sin really didn't really start when he disobeyed God and was so curious with the the tree of not when it didn't really start there if you read Genesis really closely it started when Adam fell into the sin that Jesus is talking about it started when he got way too comfortable with himself he was given a duty to till and keep the garden you have one job do that and because he started to get too comfortable with himself, I'm content with what, I, what I'm doing. I'm content with my life. I don't need to sort of constantly go out of my way to increase my spiritual life, increase my relationship with God. And the reason why, if you read closely, the sin really started there, was because you ask yourself the question, how did the serpent even enter the Garden of Eden? If Adam was doing his job by guarding the garden, how would something so evil even enter the garden? And I have my doubts to think if it would have. If he was still vigilant in prayer, if he didn't get too comfortable with himself. Whatever we're doing now, brothers and sisters, for our spiritual lives, maybe you're saying a simple morning prayer when you wake up. It's okay to do more. Maybe you're saying a rosary, and you've been saying it for a while, and it's habitual. It's okay to increase your prayer life. Maybe you're doing all of these things. It's okay to do more. The worst thing we could do is stay content with what we have in our lives. Brothers and sisters, God gives us a grace He gave to this tax collector who really instills humility in his heart for all of us to understand that we are in need of his grace. And all of us together during this Mass could also repeat with him, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. I am in need, in dire need of your grace. Amen.